1: Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. It is Tuesday. Hey, Claude, H-Y-D.
0: Good morning, millennials. H-Y-D. Hi, Jax. Hi, everyone. I'm doing good. It's only Tuesday. I literally can't believe it, but I'm doing good. Just chugging along, trying to to make it, you know? Yep. I, I definitely know.
1: I am so sleepy today. That's why I'm still wearing a robe. This is my morning toast robe, so I feel like it's acceptable to wear on the show. And it's just the most comfortable thing in the entire world. I had accidentally left it at our studio for most of quarantine, but I just went and got it back. And I'm truly in heaven sitting here in it. And I hope that everyone doesn't mind that I'm wearing a robe
0: you have a sleepy tone to your voice.
1: I know. I was so tired last night. I fell asleep at like 1030, which is crazy for me. And then I woke up like 11 hours later and I'm still just in a fog.
0: And I didn't take anything. Like this was all natural. So I have been feeling this morning as well, just like not great. And I think it might have to do with the fact that we both got shots yesterday. You think? Like it's
1: possible. I don't know. No. That would be crazy. We both got chats yesterday. My arm is killing me. When I was laying in my killing. bed rolling over, I was like, oh, I woke up from the pain in my arm.
0: And I'm a side sleeper and my arm, my left arm is like totally out of commission. So not being able to like flip quickly onto my left side was devastating for me last night. Truly. Yeah.
1: No, It. I woke up to a very painful arm.
0: Well, I was like bragging last night, everyone's arms hurt. And I was like, mine doesn't hurt. I'm like so healthy. And like literally the second I said that my arm started to hurt.
1: Welcome to the club.
0: Um, We have fabulous Fast Five stories. We don't have TV recap because there was nothing on television last night, very sadly. And I literally just can't be bothered to turn my TV on anymore. Like, I'm officially, I think, like, done with television. You know, quarantine takes
1: many different... phases, you know, Mm -hmm. there are some there are phases that I was on my Peloton every single day. And then like the last two weeks I did I Pelotoned once. So things happen, people
0: change.
1: And I think you just gotta go with the
0: flow. Yeah, my flow is currently like laying in bed in the same position for 12 hours watching TikTok.
1: My flow today is gonna be a cleaning flow because (sighs) my laundry's piling up and then i'll be like oh my god i had such a productive day i cleaned my whole apartment and then i'll be feel really good about laying in bed and watching potomac all night
0: oh actually i'm going to be productive as well today i have my first therapy session via zoom that's exciting sorry telehealth whatever it's called that's exciting yeah i'm getting ready to like get my feelings um i don't have to put on like makeup right like it's a doctor well
1: it just depends who you are you know like because i feel like i would wear makeup because
0: I just want to paint the whole picture of who I am, you know? Yeah, no, it would be, it would be false of you to show up without makeup. But I feel like if I show up with makeup on, like, that's like, I'm not even, like, being raw and exposed to my therapist, which is, like, what I want to be.
1: Yeah, I think that, I think you, you could go without makeup and, and that's you just being comfortable. But I would be being uncomfortable not wearing makeup.
0: I understand. No, no, that's, it's just interesting to think about, like, the logistics of telehealth. Yep, it's quite logistical. Um, so, we have a fabulous show for you guys today. Fast five, and that's pretty much it. Um, I, we are going to talk about Caitlin Bristow, right? And I have so many thoughts.
1: Yes, we are. That's our first story. So, let's just jump right okay. into it into the Fast Five stories that you, yes, you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <sighs> and okay. That's true, Jack's.
0: Excuse me. Oh, I have something to say.
1: Go off, And what sis. I have to
0: say, it's so simple, you know, yet so complicated. Today's episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. For all of our sakes, we need to avoid crowds any way we can right now. But what if you need to go to the post office? What if you need postage to send out letters and packages? Don't worry, Stamps.com is here to help. With Stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and skip the lines and crowds at the post office. Plus, you can actually save some money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. Plus, if that wasn't enough, Stamps.com also now offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no UPS residential charges. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer in the safety and comfort of your own home, office, or anywhere else you are hunkering down. Whether you're a small business sending invoices, and online seller shipping out products, or you're just working from home and need to mail stuff, Stamps.com can handle it with ease. Simply use your computer to print any official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a free package pickup, or drop it in the mailbox. No human contact is required. It's that simple. And like we said, with stamps.com, you get great discounts too, five cents off of every first-class stamp, and up to 62% off shipping rates. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, especially now, saving you time and money and keeping you safe during these crazy times. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Toast. That's stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Toast. Stay safe with stamps.com. Love it. Sign
1: on, stamp on. Okay, first (laughs) story, very exciting news. That's about five years overdue, but we'll we'll take it when we get it. The Bachelorette's Caitlin Bristow is joining Dancing with the Stars for season 29. She says, I'm so honored. So last night, ABC is doing their greatest of all time Bachelor Bachelorette seasons where they condense the season into one night. I had not been tempted to watch at all until last night because I loved Caitlin's season and I loved Caitlin's guys. I didn't watch though, unfortunately, but I was really tempted. And I'm kind of wishing that I had because at the end she was on like a Zoom uh, situation with Chris Harrison where he let her know surprised her with the news that she is going to be on the next season of Dancing with the Stars and if you've been following her journey this is like her biggest dream she thought it was never going to happen because Mike Fleiss had pretty much blacklisted her from Dancing with the Stars and so she was just over the moon and it's very sweet
0: yeah if you're new to the Bachelor franchise you might not know that she actually like had a position on the cast pretty much secured after her season and mike fleiss took it away and said quote he doesn't want people getting famous from his show yeah like I'm he alone. doesn't want people to be like
1: pursuing fame after the show but it's fine when it's any other man who's been on the show just not caitlin bristow right also, she is a trained
0: dancer she danced she's an amazing way before dancer. The bachelorette
1: I think that she could win. Like this has always been the logical next step for her and they just never let her have it. And I don't know what changed over at bachelor HQ, but I'm just so glad that justice is being served. Like that there's a small iota of justice being served today.
0: Yeah. And, um, snap, like snatchler had a theory that, um, Jason and Caitlin might get engaged like live on zoom, like after their goat thing aired and I thought it was actually a good call but during the um the airing Caitlin was like live chatting and they were going live on Instagram like during her commercial breaks and someone did a Q&A like have you and Jason looked at rings together and Caitlin said yeah so then I'm like all right maybe they're not getting engaged tonight because like she wouldn't like tease it like that so I was curious like what you know if there's a surprise like what could it be and I never would have thought this it's it's so fabulous like I just I love a full circle justice moment you know Yes, me too. And like I would have assumed that maybe it was
1: too late, you know, even if someone wanted her to be on it. Like it's just the time has passed, but there's mm-hmm. no time like
0: the present and that's the moral of the story. Yeah, she's going to do great. She's such a good dancer. Um interestingly enough, I went over to Sean Booth's Instagram last night just to like see, you know, cuz it is pretty awkward. Like they relived their engagement last night and they are no longer together and I From what I could tell, like, they're not, like, the friendliest of exes. So he was on his Instagram story saying, like, you know, he's been getting a lot of interest in his love life, you know, today especially. And he doesn't know why today. It's like, yeah, you do. It's because your season is airing. But, okay, continue. And he said he actually is seeing someone new. And he's been keeping it private. It's, like, low-key. But he just wanted to let his followers know. Um, So, yeah, there's an update for Sean Booth. I would love to know who he's dating. I know. He runs in like a, in a Nashville, like thirsty circle, which I would love to be a part of. I'm not saying that like it's, a bad thing. It's thirsty, but it's, it's pretty fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: feel like we might know who he's dating, like who he's dating might be like a semi-famous person.
0: Oh, I mean, that's what I, one can only hope.
1: Yeah. That's why I'm saying like, I want to know who he's dating. I, I feel like we might be able to like put some pieces I'm- of the puzzle together.
0: I am sure that someone listening to the show, like, someone has to know. Like, let us know. DM us. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's someone fabulous. Sean Booth, like, for a while, he was my favorite person in Bachelor Nation. Like, if I could be on The Bachelor, like, I would want him as my leading man. Like, I was obsessed with him. And I just kind of – we kind of fizzled, but, like, he's still, like, super hot. Um, I just thought it was interesting. Like, there's – all this stuff is now happening for Caitlyn. And I just wanted to see what Sean Booth was up to. So I, like, went over to his Instagram. And he's good. His gym is up and running.
1: That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for him. Well, speaking of Bachelorettes, I don't know if you saw this, but Bachelorette star Hannah Brown rescued a man while rafting with her family. Hannah Brown, <laughs> Hannah Brown <laughs> rescued a man in the OCO River during a whitewater rafting outing with her family in Tennessee. Over the weekend, the former Bachelorette star allegedly pulled a man to safety into her family's raft after his raft flipped over, according to his girlfriend who detailed the ordeal on Twitter after she was paid handsomely by Hannah's publicist.
0: (laughs) I mean, this is like the most conveniently timed story. And I just want to say, I have been whitewater rafting in camp, and not only was it the worst day of my life, I too was rescued. I literally uh, fell out of my boat and someone picked me up. So I don't know where the news. So story like that is there. was
1: your that was your Hannah Brown. The girl tweeted that she was on the river with us. Our raft flipped, and her family and her and her family were on the trip with us. And she ended up pulling my BF onto their raft after the current took him. I didn't know who she was, but her mom said she had just won Dancing with the Stars and that she was the bachelorette. I mean. It's, no, this it's is the strangest story. I'm sorry for being like so negative, but
0: like why no, don't I believe this?
1: Yesterday after the show, I saw this story like on e News's Instagram and I was just like
0: what? No, this is just like PR101, you know, become a hero.
1: Yeah, no, it's there it's quite heroic. Um, it makes me want to go whitewater
0: rafting, but I really just want to do anything. Oh my god, I can't tell you like how much that one trip at summer camp to go whitewater rafting like changed my life in such a negative way. Like it was the worst day of my life. I'll literally never forget it. It was horrible. There weren't like enough whitewater waves to like keep us moving. Like we had to paddle so much and then it became like so treacherous. It's such like a dangerous activity for like a summer camp with kids. I just, I have such strong feelings about whitewater rafting. Like I will literally never go. I would rather dead ass jump out of a plane.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's varying levels of whitewater rafting. There's like the crazy rapids and then there's what we did, which was pretty much a lazy river. Um, It's like recreational. Yeah. I mean, I'm not crazy about whitewater rafting, but like when you're in it, it's really just like a fun sensation. And every once in a while I do enjoy just doing activities that I wouldn't normally do. And I I guess whitewater rafting would be one of them.
0: By the way, same. I'm all for trying new things and I would love to, you know, do something new and different as an activity, but Whitewater rafting, like I am so scarred from this day at camp. Like it was just the longest day ever. We got so sunburned. We like literally like rode ourselves into like a bush of poison ivy. Like it was just the worst fucking day. Never again. Never again. Well, maybe if you go again, you'll run into Hannah Brown. Oh, yeah. So back to Hannah Brown. I don't know why, like not to be like such a bitch, but like something about this story just like doesn't seem believable. I know,
1: but the girl posted it on her Twitter. So I don't really know. She also said she was being dramatic when she said he was drowning. He wasn't suffocating or anything, just being taken downstream, and she pulled him onto their raft. Kay. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, ready for our next story? A little exciting news? Sure. Kanye West files Yeezy trademark for makeup, skin, and hair care products. Wait, what? It looks like Kanye West is following in his famous family's footsteps and preparing to launch his own beauty brand in the future. The 43-year-old fashion designer who dropped his first Yeezy collection in 2015 appears to be looking to expand his empire. On June 2nd, he filed a Yeezy trademark with the United States Patent and Trademark Office, which listed a variety of beauty products. In the filing, West's intellectual property holding company, Mascot Holdings Inc., registered the trademark to cover everything from cosmetics like lipstick, concealer, and mascara to skincare like lotion, toner, face mask, and exfoliants. It also includes a variety of fragrance products, bath and body products, and hair care such as shampoo conditioner gel and dye.
0: Well, this always becomes a news story like whenever a um, celebrity files a trademark and it's very possible that like he's just covering his ass legally, like just to make sure his trademark is in every single category. But the more that I think about it, like Yeezy as like a like a beauty company, like, kind of makes a lot of sense. I could see it. I could also see, like,
1: he just doesn't want a beauty company called Yeezy popping up, and then he has to deal with that, so you just file the trademark preemptively, but I also could see, like, a very Yeezy vibe in my bathroom.
0: Yeah, it could be one of the two, but if it is, like, him actually creating, like, a beauty and skincare and, like, makeup company, um, that's just so crazy, because I know that the Kardashians, like, don't necessarily compete, but, like, three makeup companies in one family is, like, actually too much. I guess I guess it might be considered to be too
1: much, but, like, I'll find a way.
0: Yeah, but I feel like maybe um, they want to become, like, the next Fenty, you know? Like Rihanna.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I could see it. It's it just, when I read the story, I was like, that's not the craziest idea I've ever heard, except for the fact that his wife has a beauty company, and his sister-in-law, and Snitches, has a beauty company.
0: Exactly. It's not the craziest idea I've ever heard, but, like, do you remember those storylines when Kylie was, like, Before, she was really, like, Kylie Cosmetics. She was just, like, the biggest influencer in the world. And she would, like, entertain offers from Adidas and Puma. Like, she couldn't take both. And Yeezy was with Adidas. And, like, Kanye would get mad if she didn't do the Adidas. And then she signed the Puma one. And, like, he got all mad. This just, like, for someone who, like, got mad, like, this is a weird thing to do. I don't know. I'm sure eventually it'll all make sense.
1: Yes. It always makes sense. Because they don't not make sense.
0: No. And there, there are a lot of things, but they're a united front. Like, they don't release anything usually without, like, everyone knowing about it, everyone being on board. Um, mm-hmm. This is just so interesting. Like, <laughs> Kanye, in a lot of ways, like, in his business, remind me of um, Elon Musk. Like, I don't understand a lot of it because it's, like, he was just on GQ saying he's, like, making, like, tractors. Remember? Yeah. He was in his And tank. then – And I know that Yeezy, like the company, is mostly um, like the sneakers, and that's like really what the money is. But then they also have those fashion shows, and I've actually never seen a human being wear Yeezy clothing. Have you? Yes. Okay. Like not a Kardashian. uh, No, I mean, yeah, Kim
1: wears it, but like jackets, and it's hard to get, and it's expensive, and that's why people don't wear it. And it sells out so quickly, and then it's at StockX, and you're going to buy socks, and like... You get a, a Yeezy jacket
0: instead. I just don't ever, like, have a memory of seeing Yeezy clothing for sale anywhere. Do you? I guess
1: not. I don't – I think the only places it would be for sale are on resale sites because no, – like, when
0: they launched it, where did they sell it? Like, at Yeezy.com, and it goes so fast. If any of the toasters have an item of Yeezy um, – Apparel. I do own a pair of Yeezy sneakers. I never wear them. I don't take them out of the box because I don't want to ruin them. And they were gifted to me um, <laughs> by Kanye West's team for, you know, my iconic performance of Closed on Sunday on the Morning Toast in 2019. Claudia, that was beautiful.
1: Yeah. It really was. Um, okay, ready for our next story? A little update on something I think we were all kind of curious about, but not really, because nobody really gives a shit about the Oscars. But let's live in a world where we pretend like we do
0: because oh the my God, 2021. I
1: don't. I know. I can't,
0: honestly, I can't imagine a world where I care.
1: I know. But like, I'm sure we had said, like, what are they going to do for the Oscars? No movie yeah, coming yeah, yeah. out. Here's your answer 2021 Oscars are postponed to April 25th, the latest date ever, and films eligible through February 28th. Um, as widely expected and endlessly speculated, I don't know about that, endless, but other, wow, the, other sh- the other shoe has dropped and Oscar is on the move. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences said Monday morning that the 93rd Academy Awards, originally scheduled for February 28th, 2021, will now take place on April 25th, the latest date ever since Oscar started the TV era in
0: 1953. That's So when are they supposed to be?
1: February, and said they're April.
0: Giving- wow, what a dramatic fucking article for, like, a one-month, two-month fucking delay.
1: Yeah, but that way they can make up for the delay that has been the past three months, because things are going back into production now. I don't know if you've been seeing, oh. but um, things are back, unless you're in New York.
0: Yeah, unless you're in New York. But um, now my concern is, like, what movies are going to be eligible? Like, King of Staten Island is the only thing that's come out, and Trolls
1: no good movies have come out well trolls will wi- will get nominated for an animated for sure
0: but which movies have gone straight to demand that were like critically acclaimed everything was postponed know. it's the
1: criti- it's the critically acclaimed that oh like awesome. and i was talking to your husband last they, night because he- but they also all come out around christmas time anyway the critically acclaimed. that's ones. true that's true so that's true. we're not really missing anything right now what did my husband say
0: I was talking to your husband um, about King of Staten Island because he loved it. And I was like, sure. Because, like, him and I are usually on the same page. Like, we both have taste. Um, And I was talking to him about it. And I actually was super curious. I went on Rotten Tomatoes because Rotten Tomatoes, to me, is, like, the most illegitimate website. It's honestly, like, it is the pinnacle of, like, corruption and bureaucracy because none of those fucking ratings make sense. And, like, the movies that I love, like, one time me and you looked up. Georgia Rule, like one of the most iconic movies of all time. Lindsay Lohan, Felicity Huffman, Jane Fonda, like an icon, Garrett Hedlund, like an iconic film. If you've never seen Georgia Rule, go watch it. It had like a 4%. It was just, and that's how I knew. Like from that moment, I just knew Rotten Tomatoes was a sham and a crooked website. And this King of Staten Island movie, now, regardless of if you love Pete Davidson or not, like you really, you cannot deny that it was a bad movie. Like there was just, Movies require, like, plots and resolutions, and it had neither of those. And it had a 70%. And I'm like, Georgia Rule is, like, literally the most intricate fucking special movie of our time. And it got less than King of Staten Island. That movie is just, I mean, that website is just so corrupt. Like, I can't explain it. Okay.
1: I haven't seen and the movie, so I
0: can't speak to I mean, to whether or not it's corrupt. I knew that Rotten Tomatoes was a crooked website when um, I watched this movie called The Lobster. That was maybe one of the – No, I would say not maybe. Definitely the worst movie I'd ever seen. Like, my life was measurably worse for having seen that movie. And I went and Rotten tomatoes, and it had a 98%. Literally 98. Like, one of the top scores ever. I I literally couldn't believe it. I'm like,
1: how? How? Okay. Well, this might make you feel better, because I actually saw Hidden Figures had a
0: 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not high enough. Not high enough, first of all. Second of all, like – if they even thought of getting, giving – him like, and of course, art is subjective. Of course, you know? At the end of the day, art is subjective. But nothing about Hidden Figures was subjective. Like, everything about it was fabulous. Like, you literally – it is undeniably a fabulous movie. So if they were just to give it, like, a bad score, they would immediately show how corrupt they are. You know what I mean? They're very strategic.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Oh, my God. That was so fast. This is going to be a I fast know, episode. We're just breezing through. What can we say? <clears throat> Maybe I'll just sing like, to pick um, up some Mars. time. Okay. No, it's great. Go. I'm ready for the fifth final. You can now pay thousands of dollars to talk to celebrities for 10 minutes. Thanks, Cameo. Some bored and cooped up celebrities have apparently hit peak quarantine and are now offering Zoom calls with fans for hundreds and even thousands of dollars. Cameo, a startup that lets you pay celebrities for personal video messages, now lets users book a 10-minute Zoom call with well-known people. The costliest are farmer football star Brett Farr for five thousand dollars, ex and singer Lance Bass for twelve hundred and fifty dollars and skateboarder Tony Hawk for a thousand dollars. So Cameo has shifted for quarantine you can now zoom with a celeb for a well, couple hundred dollars.
0: Can I just say like Cameo as a platform um it's like a great idea and I love that they're you know this is an uncertain time they're shifting their Their strategy, and I think that's great because like everyone is zooming, and I think that's great. No shade to Cameo as a brand, but like talking and like looking at Cameo, like the website, like never doesn't make me depressed. Like, what the fuck is Tony Hawk doing for a thousand dollars? And it's just like Tony Hawk just made a thousand dollars. The only problem with Cameo is like they don't really have stars. Um, well, it
1: depends on who you're wanting to hear from, you know, and they really have so many reality stars. And I feel like people love to get it from like, and like podcasters and digital influencers. And those are the people that like,
0: of course, but like, it's a celebrity app and like, it's just not really that celebrity. I feel like if it's, it's become really big recently. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm on the website. I just want to, um show you like it's not to be so rude but like i've never heard of most of these people okay chris harrison is so far oh my god you know who they have who oh my god i'm totally gonna get one. Oh my god i'm dead um oh so this is oh this is actually interesting they have a category of people whose all their proceeds go to covid19 relief which is fabulous and they have suzy Esman, Susie from curb your enthusiasm oh my I'm god i have one. to get one for ben oh my god 325 dollars See? Okay, it's worth it. It's worth it. Who else? But then it's like you see a Bronwyn, Eileen Davidson. Okay, who do you think? Oh, let's play a game. Who do you think is more expensive? Bronwyn or Eileen Davidson?
1: I think Eileen Davidson right now, because her time I think is more
0: valuable. You would be right. Bron Bronwyn Windenberg is $45. Like, kill me, so sad. And Eileen Davidson is 100 dollars Yeah, because Eileen Davidson, like
1: she she like works and stuff, and Bronwyn is a celebrity. Like a, yeah.
0: Oh my God. There's some, I'm not going to say who, but like, there are some people on there here, like, who literally just make me cringe. I can't. All right. Well, let's keep playing this game. This is a good game. Okay. Um, give me a minute. You could just like keep talking while I find people. Okay. Musicians. I'm oh god, I've never heard of any of these people.
1: Yeah. It's not really like, it's more so reality and digital celebs, not like yeah, movie but- stars. Yeah. I guess
0: that's true. It's just, um, it's the per honestly it's like the perfect company they just like need more famous people on there no it's a great idea people love it
1: people who i used to make them all the time it was really fun people loved to get them everyone wins i mean we got cameos from damon john i got one from damon john and you got one from bethany
0: oh my god yes i mm-hmm. like love bethany i
1: miss her so much i know every day i'm like just like what would bethany think about this
0: yeah, no, she's the type of person who's like opinion I really value, even though like I don't know her. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, a hundred percent. But we do know her because like we've lived with her for so long.
0: You yeah, know, I I literally know everything about her. Yeah. Okay. Well, I there guess are no Housewives on this week, so the there's not going to be
1: episode of all time.
0: There's no Housewives on this week, so there's not going to be a TV recap. Um, so it's going to be like short episodes this week because there's no New York and there's no Beverly Hills.
1: Yeah. But Pump Rules is on tonight, the third chapter of the reunion.
0: We have just, like, so surpassed this reunion. Like, culturally, even just within the show, like, so much has happened. Like, it's so silly to watch this. Like, it's just, it feels every time for the last two weeks watching the reunion, like, I feel silly. Like, I feel like I've evolved past it.
1: Yeah. So you know what? I'm going to say that the reunion of the Vanderpump Rules part three reunion is optional. Um, if you if you watch it and you want to discuss it, great. Same for me. I don't know where I'll be tonight at 9pm. Um, I, mean, I, know, I know physically where I'll be, but like mentally, I, I just can't say.
0: So unclear if we'll be watching. I, I adore that idea. And you know, now that it's optional, I'm sure that I'll watch it. But like when it feels like homework, I like I immediately don't want to do it. I'm like taken back to like middle school. Exactly. So, um, okay. It feels so weird, but I genuinely think that's all she wrote. I think that's all she
1: wrote too. Apparently she's like busy and she has all this stuff going on today. And so she's done writing. Think
0: oh, actually she said no, Claudia. I'm not done writing. Promote your special, okay? My comedy special comes out in two weeks. You can pre-order it on iTunes. You can click the link in my bio on Instagram on Girl with No Job, or you can just search Disgraced Queen um, onto iTunes and pre-order it. I would really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for the support so far. I thank you so much for listening to the Morning Show. Morning Show. We go live Monday through Friday, 10:30 a.m. Eastern time on YouTube. So, if you guys on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcast, anywhere. Podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iRadioCast, box, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us, Morning Show. We're really beautiful smart we are. We love you guys. Have a great day. Bye.